Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation audio podcast. We go live every Monday night, talk all things kayak bass fishing across multiple platforms. But we don't get to talk directly to you folks, the audio podcast listeners. Uh, wherever you're listening to us from, whatever platform you use, we want to say we appreciate you guys downloading the show, listening to it while you're driving, working out, or whatever the case may be. If you have the time, take a second and leave us a review. Give us a follow, a subscribe, whatever your platform allows. And once again, thank you for spending a little time with us on the KBN Live replay. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. What's up, my man? How you doing? Back again, back again. Appreciate everybody for the meme wars uh, that that took over the page and kind of reminded us of of where we started back to our roots brought us back to our roots yeah that's on my list of things to get to today we got we got a lot to talk about it's a it's a double feature with guests but then we also have a lot to talk about before they even come on so we got tyler cole bass across winner and then gilbert i don't even know how to pronounce his last name right reach 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 we'll ask sounds good to me the native no limit winner from saginaw bay i don't know if a tournament's ever been if we had a big kayak tournament on saginaw bay ever buddy i i couldn't i couldn't point saginaw bay out on a map so i don't know it is <laughs> I don't in america know where that is in america right? i think is it i saw some north canadians were in it so yeah it's in north america maybe canadia who knows <laughs> canadia <laughs> who knows man maple flavored confusion that kind of kicked off the meme wars i put one put that out there before that was I a good one started yeah so there we go uh before we get going i want to talk about this real quick uh if you guys saw ryan shared it to the page then aaron mathis came over and shared it to the page one of their junior anglers out there, Maddie, who apparently is the toughest uh, young lady in the world. Uh, Who's West dominating. She's dominating yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the junior division out there. Uh, she ha- had an accident, it looks like, and got, got injured pretty pretty badly. Uh, I think, you know, I was kind of reading back through posts from Aaron and then her family. It looks like she they sent her to, like, a hospital and made her wait out in the hall like ah you just sit out here kid and she had her back broken in two or three places hip dislocated arm broken uh ended up life lighting her uh but you know from from all accounts she is on the mend and they've got her in a back brace kind of up and walking and uh aaron has started this charity tournament to uh raise money you know to help offset the cost of, of obviously this big unexpected life event so we're in on it of course uh Sending over a KBN prize pack as well as a Yak Addicts prize pack. Jeff, I don't know if I told you that or not, but we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> so we're doing that. And, uh, you know, everybody sign up and donate if you can. We really appreciate the help. Yeah, and I just put the link to the tournament in the in the comments. It uh, looks like they went through on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So if you see the link, click on there, join. I think it's 40 bucks to join. Even if you're not going to fish, join. And won't mess yep. up. Don't worry about messing up your tourney X stats. Just, just join. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know who's got that that much of a pedigree i guess online guys i don't know yeah yeah so Ma- maddie already the smile on her face while she's in there hurt uh, i can tell she's a tough girl she's gonna bounce back and be all right but all the support that family can garner they'll, they'll they will appreciate it so do, do your thing Keep yeah. uh, and i think if i'm looking at my calendar right ryan we kind of got out of whack because of uh dugout slid in with a few giveaway nights but I believe we're on a Z-Man giveaway night. We are. Tonight, tonight should be a Z-Man giveaway, indeed. Yeah, Z-Man giveaway. So you guys know how that goes. 
Uh, we're going to do a Z-Man prize pack. All you have to do to win is like and share on Facebook and then like and comment on Twitch or YouTube. And it would help if you actually commented under the video, but you can comment in the chat too if you can't figure that out. So either, either way is fine. Just <laughs> make sure you like it, comment, and you'll be eligible for the Z-Man prize pack courtesy of Z-Man, uh, which that kind of leads us into our next thing, which is iCast, Ryan. Yeah, Z-Man had a big iCast. They, they won, a, big uh, won a couple awards. Yeah, yeah, they, they came out with some cool stuff. What did you think of uh, what they debuted down there? I really like, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of variations. There's a lot of crossovers and a lot of baits. The My favorite part about Z-Man Plastics is that elastic. It's so durable and it floats. Like it, give, it gives things a completely different action. So I was super happy to see. I don't know if you've ever spent money on, on dark sleepers, but... <laughs> <laughs> anything with Megabass name on it isn't cheap. So I'm excited to uh, to grab some of those, even though I'm not really around goby fisheries. Uh, smallmouth don't care. They don't they don't really care what it is. If it's a little a little swimming bait, they're gonna chomp down on it. So I'm excited yeah. to try some of those. And that big mullet, that big mullet looking bait, that thing looks like it's gonna be uh, a good time on some big largemouth as well. Yeah, I saw they debuted a little creature bait too, that little brush hog kind of looking mm -hmm. bait. Uh, it looks pretty cool. So, and that's one of my favorite baits to throw around that style of bait. So, and then an updated, uh, a updated chatterbait, the EO yeah. chatterbait. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Things, things are happening. Uh, a lot of companies, obviously, ICAST, they debuted a lot of stuff. There was some controversy there. We'll get into that in a minute. But the meme wars of ICAST on the KBM page, Sheesh. I mean, it actually brought out this cult hero, which is the Fizzy Kayak, uh, came out of the meme. <laughs> this is one of the, one of the good ones. <laughs> but the go boat i kind of like the go boat now i feel like we've adopted it as a uh part of our fleet on kbn i don't know the, the frisbee I, i'm we'll see somebody in it they'll be out there next to those blue skies just boat you know boating around or whatever what was your favorite uh meme of the of the week God, there were so many i don't know man there were so many uh <laughs> i really like the uh the pablo escobar looking meme like dude waiting on <laughs> Waiting on Hobie's iCast announcement. Uh, that was that was funny. Obviously, let's just go ahead and put it all out there. There were a few a few brands that I felt like kind of took a beating a little bit. They set themselves up, in my opinion, to take a beating. <laughs> that poor the native Titan X, I think it's called. Great. I like the features. I, it integrated a lot of stuff. It had, you know, I think the foot steering integration is cool for the for the stern mounted trolling motors. People pointed out it looks like the steering mounts are <laughs> directly in front of the horizontal rod storage. So uh, that might have been a boo boo. I do like the the you know kind of pre made quick disconnect for the bow mounted trolling motors. The battery hatch behind the seat, where it is and the level that it is, I like for stability you know getting that battery down and actually having a place for it i think that's great i wouldn't put out media content with water in the floor of your boat when your brand is always not for water in the floor of the boat <laughs> yeah whether that was a illusion or whatever was happening there it still is something like you said it's been known so to put that on video was they was said it was raining it was it yeah. was raining uh when they were shooting that is what some of the guys said uh i just you know yeah. pull the scuppers out do something i mean do something just don't put it out there with with water standing in the floor of the boat would be uh optimal and uh jeff what's your opinion on the on the <laughs> the 
Old Town E Assist uh, Peddler. Yeah. So the EPDL, man, the Big Water EPDL. Number one, the 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 Big Water hole. I've always liked that hole's performance, although a lot of people think it's ugly. Whatever, that's fine. That's the but Oldsmobile. The, that's the yeah, Oldsmobile yeah. looking one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a very well made hole for big water. Hence the name Big Water, right? Um, and it's fast, correct? And it's fast, and it and it's still stable for the kind of boat that it is. The Eve drive that they put in it, a lot of people are like, we didn't want this. We didn't ask for this. What, what, what is this? What are we doing here? And here's, here's where I think the breakdown is, and then I'll get to my critique of it. Everything that I look at, that we look at, especially on our page, is through the eyes of kayak bass fishermen, right? That's what mm -hmm. we do. That's what we are. We're tournament anglers. I don't think that boat was made for that. I mean, it can be used for that, but I don't think that's its its purpose. Its, its main purpose is probably targeted towards big water fishermen, fighting tides in the wind current out in the ocean big lakes things like that not people doing physical therapy and need a little assistance yeah in yeah the, not in the tournament peddling. anglers necessarily so that's why the tournament anglers i think we're so pissed off about it i mean i'm i'm like a lot of folks i thought an autopilot re-rigged and 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 redone with more powerful motors and horizontal rod storage all oh, that yeah. would have been awesome and it may be coming who knows who knows that may be coming but this with the kayak bass community missed the mark i know it did but it's still cool tech. It did win best of show because of the cool tech. Uh, that had to be a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Like that had to be. I mean, they, you know, obviously, I think it was Brad that kind of leaked the patent deal, but they had to file a patent yeah. for this. They've integrated, uh, you know, this this electric assist on off into the existing PDL partnered with a battery company. You know, it gives you all your data right there on the touch screen. Like clearly they invested a lot of money in it. I guess we'll see. Like, what's, you know, are they going to get that return? Is there going to be that market for it outside of our closed minded tournament side of things? And the one thing is, they did, a lot of people thought they sacrificed what they thought was already limited storage by putting this in there. Actually, it's a, every, they didn't take away the in drive storage. The under the seat storage is the same. Front hatch storage is the same. Um, the tank well in the back is actually bigger. So they, they did add, add did some room in, into the boat. So in that respect, they didn't take any way, thing away to add the, the PDL head into that, into that drive. Where is, is, the, nice. is the battery in the drive itself? No, it rides under the – there's a hatch under the seat. Okay, there's okay. A, there's okay. a built-in compartment to hold it. Yeah, and then, then it's wired through hole and comes up the back right behind I the drive. I got you. I got you. plugs in that way. That's why you can't drop that drive in the existing Predators or Big Waters, which upset some folks. But you can drop an existing big water regular drive into this boat. Can you, can, um, if you disconnected the battery or whatever, like you could use this as a re just regular? You yeah. can just pedal it. You just pedal it. Okay. Is there resistance? Do you know if there's resistance on No, it's, the... not, it's supposed to feel just like a pedal drive. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that doesn't engage if it's not powered up. So there you go. There you go. Or if you turn it off while it is powered up. So there you go answered some questions here does it charge itself as you pedal no it, it's not like it doesn't have a uh a uh damn why can't i say it now like what's in a car engine that recharges the battery like an alternator yeah an alternator but like a generator kind of like yeah. a generator type setup no yeah well, you could charge your gopro while you pedal that's what you do now that see see now we're getting somewhere yeah create electricity for yourself what else uh, what else do we have well Data i want to there's one thing i want to touch on real quick uh -oh. that happened with with the icast me more I thought that week was as fun a week as we've had on the page in a while. Oh, yeah. I didn't take any of that personally. I didn't think people took it personally. But in spite of that, we had a wet blanket, <laughs> a.k.a. 
uh, walleye fisherman Chuck Earls came in, <laughs> came in with a post <laughs> scolding the nation for having fun, and then signed the post with his own name on the post, which is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. So that was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> shame on that, you. That Chuck. was hilarious. Like, hey, look at all these guys having fun over. Here. <laughs> that this it reminds me of like you know when you were a kid when you were like twelve or thirteen and you were at the high school football games playing football at the end of the bleachers. Like that's the guy that came and took the ball away. Like you guys can't be. You're gonna get hurt over here now. You get back, yeah. get I'm back like, up there yeah. and focus on the game. <laughs> it's like who does this guy? I mean, then I went and looked at his deal, and, and he had like eighty to one selfies to actual product photos for Mike. So I don't know what's going on with the fella. I don't know, but come on, man, don't let, don't mess with people when they're having a good time. That's what we're trying to do. <sighs> that was that that I, that was a great week. I think a lot of people, you know, obviously some there is some defensiveness from from some of the pro staffers and and whatnot but overall it was hilarious it's all in good fun you have to be ready for that when you put out new products i feel like you're gonna have just as many critics as you do supporters just you know laugh at it and keep rolling that's that's all you can do people were tagging me and hobie stuff like i don't i don't work for hobie yeah, yeah. So hey and by the way salute to all the meme meme lords uh new and old Matt, max yeah. max came out shane chase. came out of retirement was chase burning up back. the memes chase came back uh, yeah. It was a like a reunion, a high school yeah. reunion. It was. It was like an old con, an old band getting together for a reunion tour or something <laughs> for one last show. That one last show, to. but except they'll be back next year. So there you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so we got Tyler waiting there, but there's two more things we got to talk about. Really, one thing. It's California. Oh my gosh, it's California. I is don't know it, what is the hell's it falling going on. off the map yet. Yeah. So the Wild West Bass Trail. and including the kayak side, apparently is in complete shambles. We're talking. Broken promises, stolen money, et cetera. What do you know about that out there, Ryan? Uh, I mean, in a world where we're used to seeing no payouts, um, they've taken their no payouts all the way to a disappearing act. Instead of, <laughs> instead of getting sponsors to come in and bail you out, the dude's just disappeared. He's just ghosted out. And he's like, ah, well, you know, I may be selling it or something. I, you guys might get your money, you might not. So I think, uh, you know, the kayak guys, they prepaid. Like, these guys prepaid their entries for the season. So this dude's kind of, you know, ran off in the middle of the night, and, and nobody has a way to get their money back. Uh, I saw they're launching a new trail that's partnered with a, a magazine now. Mm -hmm. So here comes another <laughs> number 23, 24 kayak trail that we've seen pop up in California in the last three years. Uh, new one coming in, and then today uh, we heard that Slay Nation California is closing up shop. So yet another another failed California trail. What so I mean, I, yeah. So I talked to I talked to Frank about that. Mm -hmm. I went to the source. I said, hey, I sent him a message, and I called him on the way home from work, and I said, hey, what happened out there? What's going on with the Slay? Because that's the latest shoe to drop, right? Basically, one of his TD out there, and if anyone is under familiar with how Slay runs things, they basically have affiliate clubs all over the country different states different cities and and frank has these tds that step up and run a slay nation series similar to like bass nation kind of how that yeah, is yeah except there's a lot more of them you know i think small you know smaller satellites yeah. things like that so one lesson frank has learned i think talking to him on the phone is he's going to come up with a way to better vet these tds because it happened with him in texas last year if you remember uh and come to find out this guy's got a bad rep in california this isn't the first time there's been problems so this guy was not accounting for all the money 
messing with not doing permits the right way, things like that. So Frank has basically booted this guy out as a TD, pulled all the per or told them to cancel all the permits because they were done wrong and we're going to get them in trouble. He's not trying to cancel the season. He's actually trying to save the season by getting new permits done and finding somebody else to run it. But they're kind of in limbo with, with this cat that's that's kind of run amok out there uh, in California. So, and I mean, it was a similar deal, right? Like you're you're taking in the money and you're not paying. And yeah. and I don't know how. And I had a conversation with a California TD about this via DM. What was published? You know, what, is it published 100 percent payout? Because we've had this conversation before. If you know, you don't have to run a tournament trail 100 percent payout. Obviously. Oh, right. yeah especially these bigger organizations that are spending money on conference centers and, and putting on a show or whatever, there's a cost associated with running these events. So for people to go in expecting a hundred percent payout is one thing, but to, you know, be on the take for 40% yeah. and just not say anything to anybody is a, is a different ball game. I feel like. Yeah. And there's, and talking to Frank, there's a lot more to it, but I don't want to misquote or say the wrong thing but there'll be more info i guess come out on that we need to have him on one time one yeah. night maybe with another td and talk about all that stuff because it's it's uh pretty wild but let's do it there we go so that's what's going on out there uh prayers Did up we miss you, anything we get it all i think so i think so okay. um tyler's patiently waiting i see him with his headset on let's get tyler in here gilbert's even here already so we'll get him in as soon as we interview tyler about about his big win before we do that let's talk about the sponsors obviously we're doing uh Partner giveaways tonight with, with Z-Man. We did Revo last week. Gil and Seagar, they all support us in that endeavor. And then the whole show is presented by Dugout Bait and Tackle. Saw a lot of people stopping by Dugout on the way back from my cast. Look like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Christine went in there and cleaned her stuff out. She's moving in. Uh, she's home in Tennessee now. Yeah. They're getting all her stuff uh, hung up in the in the crib there. So she's got her big check and her big trophy out of the dugout and, and back at the house. There we go. So shout out Dugout. Shout out Christine for finally getting that done. Uh, ProGuide Lithium, they had a nice booth down there at ICAST. Uh, we're trying to track down one of their tech experts to come on here. It won't be long. We'll have them on and talk lithium batteries and why brand matters. And then Bangtail Whiskey. It was in, the ICAST was in Florida. Was there Bangtail flying around down there? We don't know. We weren't there. We don't, we don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Bing was on the road. I know that. He was posting some Dylan Wheeler stuff uh, the other day. Okay. So there we go. Uh, shout out to them. We love our sponsors. Go give them a follow, like, uh, support those that support this sport. With Anybody so in the Huntsville area, uh, we talked about Co helping out with uh, with that um, muscular dystrophy charity that uh, Pro Guides associated with. They'll be in Huntsville Saturday night. So anybody wanting to hear some good music, come on out Saturday night. There we go. That's it. Let's get our first guest in. Tyler Cole, what's up, man? Not much. Two time, two time nice. Bassmaster Cack champion, Tyler Cole. <laughs> Never thought it'd happen. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's rigged. I feel like. I, here's the thing, if I, and I may be wrong on this, Tyler, but both of your blue trophies came on the absolute best way to catch bass, which is catching them on a frog. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. One of these days, Booyah is going to call, and they're going to be like, hey, you can quit your job and just go throw a frog all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's amazing, man. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah and how, Steve, how did it, it set up? Um, the, the river is way low. So we came off heavy spring floods up here. I mean, it was the third third largest flood ever for the Mississippi River this spring. And now we're back even below normal pool right now. And, like, it's been steady, you know, coming up into the tournament. It was real steady. And then on Saturday, the Corps thought it'd be really funny just shut the water off. 
They yeah. love that. That's their that's their Saturday yeah. move. I feel like. Yeah, they're like, oh, look at these guys are catching fish. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's basically this time of year. Anybody fishing Hobie, get your notebooks out because this time of year and all the way till you know, middle of September, it's it's our summer pattern. So you know your your main channels, your secondary channels, anywhere with current is going to be where your fish set up. It looked like the drone shots that Mark put up. Uh, there was a lot of that. You could you could actually yeah. see the channels cutting like on the edges of the grass. Uh, yep. is, that, is that what the deal? The current coming around those grass edges. Yeah, as long as you had it just just a light current. It can't be too much. Can't be too heavy. But if you can find just that right with just the right color water, you know, because like the river's known for muddy water, stained water, and clear water. You know, you just got to know the difference between the three. And like I was catching all my fish in some stain with with just a light current. I mean, it wasn't real heavy, just enough to get the weeds tilted the right way. And they were just, they were stacked in there. And you've got a, a pretty good amount of history on, on lacrosse. And were the, the pools that the tournament was on, is this, is this an area that you had fished previously? Yeah. So nine is nine is like my backyard. It's only, it's actually closer for me to drive home than it is to drive to lacrosse from where I fish. Gotcha. And so, I mean, it's, and like the last couple of years, you know, helping with the Bassmaster stuff and having to sit this one out, it was always tough because this is, <laughs> this is the best time of year. Yeah. And I mean, it seemed, seemed like the, the better pool this time of year really had a lot more people on it. I've, I've been up there, uh, several times, Tyler, and I've actually run into you on pool nine fishing before. Shh, and I know I'm seven, not going to drop anything. Six, to, he, six already sent it, he already a sent a screenshot. Tyler. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a big, big it's pool, a, big, big pool. Uh, yeah. we're going to post those in a minute. What I know is that you've been real close to capturing a, a huge event up there a couple of times. So what did it mean to yeah. you to, to go ahead and cash it this time with that blue trophy online? I, I literally, the year, the year of the duck hunters for the KBF championship that year, when I was sitting in third going into day two and then ended up having duck hunters set up on my spot. Like <laughs> I, I, I stayed at home all weekend and I just, I got married the weekend before. And I told the wife, I'm like, I said, I've been in this position before. I said, I don't even know if I want to drive up here. <laughs> you know, it's just, I've, it was one of those things. I mean, and the river can be so fickle, you know, you can, you can have one of the best days and then the next day you, they're gone. You know, it's, it's a really level playing field, even with, you know, a little bit of home field advantage. I want Are you, you looking forward to the championship since, you know, obviously we know where the classic is. You got to think the the championship's going to fall somewhere in, in that direction. So at least it's a, a little bit closer to you than, <laughs> yeah. than driving back down to the Southeast again. Yeah. I'm, I'm game for anywhere. It'll be, it'll be fun to go down. We're going to take a week and just, we're going to stay and like enjoy it. The last time I had to burn in, burn out. And it's like, this time we're just going to go and enjoy it and fish it and see what happens. So. Hey, I want you to do something, Tyler. I want you to sell Lambert on why the cross is worth going to someday instead. Please. Even though, even though there's not 22s and 24s. I want you to sell Lambert on that too. 
I love so it. I actually, I, mean, I love it up there. I just we're both sidelined this summer. Neither one of us could go. We're both, you know, sidelined. But I want yeah. you to sell them on it. We're cursed. Somebody's somebody's got that voodoo doll working overtime, this right? Year. So leading up to this tournament, I literally had six or seven different pictures of twenty-one and a half inch fish sent to me, and that's but, that's but no where joke. Where were they from? From lacrosse or somebody's yeah. fish tank? They Bob know it Bob was Baylor <laughs> right? yeah. Bob Baylor sent me four of them, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, the thing about the river is, is there's no real advantage, you know. Every day the fish move and it's so tight, it's nip and tuck. You know, you can go up there and you can catch, you can have days with 50, 60, 15 inch fish, and that's you know, it's fun, it's what people enjoy. But you really have to go out and target that 17, 18, 19 and bigger to really to really do well in these tournaments. You know, it's 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 level across the board. I mean, because like I've had spots well, Monday pre fishing before the tournament I went and caught ninety two inches of smallies in forty five minutes. Whew. And then that north wind comes and it muddies that spot up and you can't even fish it. They're gone. And so, you know, it just, it makes a guy scramble to find new fish. And I had, there was another guy that was in one of my really good smallmouth areas. And he's like, um, I, I, I think we're going to be sharing fish. And I'm like, nah, you can have them. Cause I saw the North wind coming in and I'm like that, that edge, just the eelgrass tears it up and it's no good. So, and that's what he learned that week too. So, <laughs> and those those smallmouth up there though, they are kind of known for yeah. roaming, like covering a lot of water. Right? They're not like, you know, what we're used to here on the on the Tennessee River and, and some of the tributaries. They position in in you know pretty predictable areas up there. They're just yeah. they're just roaming, chasing bait, right? Yeah, Monday Monday through Friday, they are they're the most obedient fish you'll ever find. They'll stay put. They're <laughs> right there. You can go to the same rock and catch the same fish four times. Saturday comes, they're gone. Weekenders, I like it. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was you. Maybe you said this before, but I know for a fact, talking to Christine a few times that we've been up there to tournaments, she's gotten hung up on that and burned a few times. Well, along with other people that have gotten burned up there, counting on the smallmouth. Yeah, uh, I, so they, they can do it to you. I have a whole bunch of times. I've this was the only tournament that I was smart enough to switch back to green fish after I had good smallies <laughs> and I've fished nine or ten events up here and I've chased smallies about just about every time because I got I wanna win a, a river tournament on smallmouth because I know it's doable. I know they're there, but they are so inconsistent. They've burnt me all but twice. And yeah. What what do you think? I mean where do you think the big fish are up there? Because you look down the leaderboard and there are a lot of, of limits, of full limits and pretty yeah. close limits. I think that's one of the exciting things about these lacrosse events is, you know, if you're in the top 20 after day one, you got a shot to, yeah. you know, to make your move and at least get in good check range, if not, you know, yeah. top, top 10 range. But wh why do you think it is that there are so many of those, it feels like 17 to 18 and a half inch 19 inch fish and and not many over over 19 and a half like is it the bait or you know the the setup of the river up there what do you think it is it's a lot of where the setup of the river i mean you have you have tons of wing dams that a lot of those bigger fish will move to during the summertime 
And once they're out there for a kayak, they're almost unaccessible because we can't, we can't run from wing dam to wing dam. Yeah. You know, like he could in a boat where boats, you know, they're putting up 18 pounds, 17 pounds. I think angler's choice just made, took 36 pounds to win over two days, which I mean, 18 pounds a day and they're, they're able to run, you know, I mean, it's, so it's. It's tough for us, you know, we got to kind of deal with a, I mean, unless you're Drew, then running four torpedo batteries dead. But, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think that guy fished every inch of pool nine there was, so. Yeah. And those wing dams can be, uh, like you just said, Tyler, They, I was, the last time I was there for a BOS event, I had yep. a great day one, was sitting, I think, in 11th place in a BOS event, and then the wing dam, I uh, said, yeah, no, head back to Arkansas, yeah. buddy. I'm done. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. I'm done with and you. And that same thing with that, you know, you can you can find a hot wing dam and you can be on them, and then the next day you show up and there's there's not a fish there. Yeah. And that's wow. Genoa's done that to me three different times. You go out and catch ninety inches in no time, and then you show back up Saturday and there's nothing there. So tell us, dial us in a little bit to the technique you use. Obviously, you caught them on a frog, but without giving away too much of your juice. Yeah. Um, I mean, your frog set up, I know you got a specific rod company that you're with and, and all of that. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Bats and enterprise and team rate of shadow build all my rods. I got a custom builder, Al Angling that does everything for me. And bill puts all my builds together, bill bats and himself, you know, he, the, we do, we do an actual acid wrap is what they call it on the eyes. So my eyes, my guides don't go, straight up the top of the reel they actually wrap around really and it just yeah it helps helps load the rod up more gives you a lot more control in your reel you know if you've ever set the hook and had the reel twist out of your hand i mean that that takes all that out but i run a it's a 7.4 heavy uh fast with a 14 inch carbon fiber handle on it that way i mean it literally it'll leave leave bruises on the inside of your arms and then like a big swim bait handle do it yeah yeah it's definitely you're it's not gonna slip you know you're you're not you're never gonna drop it but and then i run i run between 65 pound in this scenario was where i was at just because i was fishing in the thick stuff you know where you just got to crank them right out of there and what kind of what kind of reel you throwing i actually throw all diowas so I was on a Tatula for that one. I never, I've never found a reel better yet. So I mean, but I mean, I got in the pads like day one. I could just burn the frog and they'd just come up and crush it. You know, they were just. But as the day went on, they started to slow down a little bit, and I noticed the bites weren't as much. So day two, I got out there. Excuse me, and I had to work it real slow to get them to come up out of the grass to eat. I mean, they were just, they were in a funk. And like I said, they'd shut the, they shut the current off on us. And so, you know, there was very little, very little flow, but normally the first day of no flow, they won't move quite as fast. Now, if you were on day two, they probably wouldn't even be in the area. So then I moved over into the pads and I actually switched it up a little bit. So I, it's almost like finesse fishing a frog. You're basically just, you have all your pads that sit together and then you have little holes in between them. So then you take, 
I take either shove a split shot in the back of the frog or you take a nail weight and put it right in the eyelet of the frog just to kind of give it that little, just a little bit of sink on it. And then I'd flip to close to those holes and I'd just work the frog into it. And then I'd just sit there and shake it on the front of that pad. I'd hook it, hook it to the front of the pad. <laughs> and when they would come up and get it, like it would, it just erupt. I mean, they were, they were hitting it so aggressively, but it took them forever to come actually come up and eat it. That's crazy. What, what's your uh, preferred frog out of the Booyah lineup? The, either a bullfrog or a leopard frog. The I mean, pop and pad crasher or the regular pad? No, nope, just the regular one. You can, they walk so well and Bass Pro always does a sale on three for 10 in the spring. So you just stock <laughs> up for all year. I was fishing but, a tournament. It was in like September, I think, on Chickamauga. It's the, one of the better frog bites I've been on. But I, the, <laughs> I, I only had like three or four frogs with me and I, I, broke off two of course why not uh first thing in the morning so i had bought one of those booyahs that looks like that sprinker thing with a little paddle oh, tail on it yeah dude those fish chewed the shit out of that <laughs> <laughs> I, I caught so many fish i only had one and i had pulled it inside out two or three times like i ended up the the second day of the tournament i had to pull it all the way up over the hook eye and super glue it to keep it from folding back on itself but yeah. that made me a believer in the in the old booyahs there. I was like, yeah, oh, whatever, whatever happened bad. to the sprinkler craze of 2019 or whatever that was? You couldn't even you know, buy them for a while. It happens. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> it comes in hot and everybody yeah. runs out and can't get them fast enough and then they go away. And that's yeah. this time of year up here, like a Stanley Top Toad or a Ribbit Frog or something along that is usually, I mean, it's usually a solid bite. I've I've always thrown the rivets, the the super flat ones that'll sink to yep. the bottom as soon as you stop reeling. Yeah, it seems like they get so many. Like I miss more fish on those than anything. But golly, yeah. as far as trigger and bites goes, that thing's hard to beat. I think. Yep. Yeah, that's those top toads. Those those top toads work really really well. I I have two full boxes of those that they're just they're known for up here on the river. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. Uh, I saw your pictures post-event, and I, I guess I knew you lived up that way. I didn't realize you lived so close to Pool 9. What did it mean to have your whole crew with you? Because I saw your whole family in the pictures there at the award ceremony. Yeah, the the wife and kids, They, I, I asked them on Saturday. I'm like, oh, I said, I hate to jinx it. I said, but if I cash <laughs> a check, I said... And that's all I told them. I said, if I... Because I didn't think I act... I didn't think I had enough fish in there to win. Like, not when you got the group of anglers behind me, you know, that were in there, you know, you got Russ and Todd and me and Todd and Lance were all in the same area. So, I mean, there was a whole lot of fish sharing going on. I mean, to, to a point, I guess. I thought Lance but, was going to do it again. I was like, man, yeah. no wonder he pushes so hard to get these dang tournaments up here. He got, he got <laughs> yeah, he's got he direct was, deposit as he's recruiting. Like, I was on sitting up. on, I was sitting on one point, and he was sitting on the other point. We were literally <laughs> 150 yards apart, and you know, it's but with that torpedo, he's got rigged up on that bonafide. Like he dusted me because I wanted to go to the point he was on because it was a better point. But yeah, not not when I'm rolling at three point eight. He's rolling at seven point one. Yeah, 
Well, that leads into this question that Ryan starred here, which is uh, how do you handle position management in moving water? So you running a, a bow mount, anchor, power pole? How, how do you hold position out there? I just, I don't, I don't even let myself sit. I just, I work down through, you know, let that light current just carry you. And you'll hit, you'll get, you'll find the eelgrass and you'll hit it and it'll slow you way down so you can make some more casts. But don't, don't make a hundred casts in one little spot. Just literally work your way down and then turn around and drive back up and float down again. You know, and just, just keep working through and just pick different spots as you're working through. And like when I got into the pads, I just, I'd push myself in with the paddle and then I'd, I'd turn all the way to my left, stand up, turn all the way to my left. And I'd just start working my way across and I'd work all the way around the boat in 360. And then I'd move, you know, I'd move 20, 30 feet ahead and do the same thing again. And it was just, it was such slow going on Saturday or on Sunday. Meticulous. Yeah. Yeah. And that I literally only got, I had four bites in that whole pad field and two of them, two of one was a 19 and a quarter. The other was a 17 and a half and then two of them under 16. And it was, yeah, it was brutal over there, but it was the one right bite that put me where I needed to be. Even though I, I'm driving to driving to awards and Jeremiah Bursch is texting me. He's like, what do you got? And I'm like, well, I said, I'm an inch and a half ahead of Russ. I said, but it's Russ. Like, you know, this guy catches five pounders in a five gallon bucket. So just never felt good about it. (laughs) Did you and Russ talk or did you, did you know going into it? Oh boy. No, I sat there and I, I, I'm like, I should go ask him. I'm like, nah, we'll just let it go. And then they announced what right as Steve started to announce second place, Russ stood up. And I just, oh, he I, knew. yeah, yeah. He, cause I had, I had my fish early. I had mine up by oh, 11, 11 30. Okay. So he saw, he knew he didn't catch you. Yeah. Yep. But nice. yeah, That's awesome, it man. was, it was, it was crazy. It's I mean, really, it was, really hard to win on your home water. So well done on that. Yeah. It's yeah. really hard. Been around. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't haven't managed to pull it off yet, but they say it's really hard to do. <laughs> right? I'll yeah. let you know. No, and I mean the, the event itself. Like Steve, Steve does an amazing job, you know, and he's he's right quick when it when he they're judging fish. I don't know how many judges they got, but the the turnaround time is really quick. So you know, you know, if you have any issues with your fish. Um, he handed my wife a check at the awards. That's how you he, do it. He, yeah, he he, he told knows. me to let me have the trophy, and she'd have to take that. So Steve and knows I, how it works. I yeah. haven't hey. seen it since. So so real quick, we're gonna let you get out of here in a minute, Tyler, because I know you're on your way home from work. Uh, and we got Gilbert waiting. He's gonna come on and, and tell us about his big win. But here's the AOY standings as it stands right here. Where'd it go? Yeah, that's it right there. No, it's not. Stop. It's okay. Share it again. <laughs> uh, I want you to get your take on the on the AOI race and who you got. Who's your pick coming down the wire here? You got Russ, Nick Dyer, Greg De Palma, Marty Hughes, Eric Siddiqui all in the top five. Ooh, that that's tough because I mean they're all hammers. I mean, and, and Lance yeah. Burris creeping. Yeah, Lance Lance is always he's always in the conversation. I mean, you got like just past years and 
going with it, like you gotta pick Russ. You know, that guy's a hammer. Everywhere he goes, think, he's a hammer. Though if you look at what's left with the Susky, yeah, I think GDP. You know, I think GDP. I think GDP yeah. probably has. Uh, you know, a little bit of an upper hand. Not yeah. that Russ hasn't fished the Susky a lot, but I think you know local knowledge and and yeah. having having contacts in the area. You know, Ike's gonna fish it. Uh, yep. I think there's a I think there's a lot of a lot of connect the dots that yeah that will put yeah. him in good position. I think it'll come down to the wire on that one, really. I think so. I think so. Yeah. So. Yeah, Tyler, well done, man. Two blue All trophies. Right. You're stacking them. Hopefully you can add a uh, not the kayak classic, y'all. A Bassmaster Kayak Championship to the to the trophy <laughs> racket. We we have to do better than last time. Last time I skunked, so here we are. Okay, you're gonna oh. do better. You're gonna come down to my neck of the woods, somewhere in Oklahoma or something. I gotta I hope I can qualify up at the Susky so I can at least have an excuse to drive out there right. other than hanging out at the expo. Yeah. <laughs> you can come to my house, Ryan. We can play cornhole. There you the go. Please, thank you. Yeah, there we go. At least there at least go. I can do something well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Well done, man. Congrats again. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Uh-huh. Congrats, buddy. See you. There we go. Tyler Cole. And Gilbert has been patiently waiting. I don't know Gilbert. I don't know how old he is. They called him the Young Hammer. He looks like a pretty young fella. We're going to find out here. In just they second. call him the Young Hammer. <laughs> Another one. Gilbert, what's up, man? What's up, guys? Yeah. Hey, thanks for hanging out. You, you've been waiting a while. So I was hoping you wouldn't drop off and say the hell with these no. guys. I don't know what these guys are. Oh, you know? I would have been here forever. This has been a yeah. fun time. Okay. Well, great. Having me. Yeah, yeah. You bet, man. You earned it. So, where's Saginaw Bay? Help us with that. Help us with that first. Okay, so Saginaw Bay is in uh, Lake Huron. So it's like a small bay, and it has. It's mostly known for its walleye fishing, but it is also a very good largemouth fishery. But if you go northern off towards the main lake, you can find good smallmouth. So, from what I've heard. I saw uh, some of my Canadian brethren posting uh, some smallmouth, some smallmouth pics from this tournament. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, some decent, are, decent smallmouth. There's some big smallmouth out there. Uh, no one really f- went and looked for them, in my opinion. There should have been some 21s, 22s caught if someone yeah. went far. But gotcha. It is what. It is. That's what yeah. threw me off about this tournament because I thought, okay, up up north. No limit tournament. It's going to be nothing but smallies. And then I clicked on his limit on Tourney X, and I'm like, wait a minute. These are all. I think about. because we think Michigan, and we're like, oh, Lake St. Clair, giant, millions of giant smallmouth. And then this happens, and it's like, well, maybe <laughs> maybe all of Michigan's not the same. Who knew? Yeah. Uh, so, Gilbert, yeah. tell us a little bit about, about yourself. Obviously, I haven't, I haven't seen your name come across the, the, the national tournament list like this, but there is a lot of young guys out there cashing checks and doing damage yeah. like you are. So tell us a little bit about yourself so, uh, and where you fish up there. So I'm uh, from Waterford Township in uh, Michigan. Uh, it's a smaller township, a little bit north uh, west of Detroit. Uh, I, I'm 18 years old. I've been fishing for a long time. I just started getting into kayak fishing like last year. Uh, but this is like the first year I've really tried to this is like my second ever big tournament i've ever competed in i normally compete in like tournaments with like 30 people or less so i do pretty good at those so this was like the first big one with 110 people so you Uh, think it's easy you think these old guys can't fish (laughs) easy money 
No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tim Percy. He said, stay in the correct country. So it, it was just an amazing day that day. Uh, I don't know how many fish I caught. Just So there was 110 anglers in the tournament. Yeah. It shows 893 of those, 893 submitted fish. How many of those were yours, you think? Uh, <laughs> All of them. All of them? Probably. I had over 40 probably submitted. Golly, but, really? And that's not even close to how many I caught. I caught over 100 bass that day. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so wow. here's your here's I his mean... limit. 450 <laughs> inches, Ryan. <laughs> All right. Okay, and then. Most of the day, you were battling uh, hurricane kind of weather. It was coming down sideways, and there was white caps where I was for a solid two and a half hours. Where I was okay. Listening. Were you were you on like an offshore deal, or uh, why were there so many bass that you were <laughs> catching there? So, this is Saginaw Bay for you. Uh, so I was on a rock pile in three feet of water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so. Uh, in the morning, uh, I first got out there in the morning as early as I could, got to the spot and just got my uh, power pole, push pole, pushed into the ground, just sat there, just didn't move the whole time. And then I started seeing fish bust on surface. So I started throwing a top water around. I got one on my first cast and then just started hammering them. I ended up uh, like probably on my fifth or sixth cast. I caught two fish with one lure with only two treble hooks. So... That, that was okay. a fun, never done that before. Uh, then I proceeded to uh, switch to a Texas rig and I started catching bigger fish. Uh, just fish almost every cast. It was, it was stupid how many fish. So uh, then another kayaker came to me and he started fishing near me. And uh, welcome to kayak fishing. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> it was such a big area. So I wasn't surprised that he came and sat about 35 yards away from me but nice guy real nice guy gave me my space i gave him brought his me a space. sandwich yeah but uh the thing is he was not catching fish that's the funny part i was casting <laughs> <the same laughs> i made the same cast probably 100 i bet he didn't times. think it was funny did he yeah, Ryan? yeah. no <laughs> so i started the day off with a walking bait then i went to a t texas rig then a drop shot. Drop shot's where I did a lot of my damage. Ended up and caught a bunch of catfish, walleye, and drum too. Just it's a good rock pile. Fish. Yeah. So all all species, you're talking 150 fish then, huh? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it, it was stupid. Uh, yeah. many walleye over 22. So. Ryan uh, Joe Mac. <laughs> Joe Mac. I just saw that. <laughs> he said he doesn't think he's caught 450 bass counting back to 2008. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Me either. I'm with you. Yeah. So, Gilbert, you said three feet of water. When you hear three feet of water rock pile, you think shallow, like yes. on the bank. Uh, but were you, but were you, I mean, like on the bank, shallow, right? Joe. So, Joe. were you offshore? You shallow. Were you offshore shallow? Not like uh, people hear three feet, they think immediately you're on the bank, beating the bank. Or oh. Were you offshore on a rock pile, even in shallow water? Imagine, imagine like a creek channel that goes far offshore, but it's three feet of water where I could go. It's the whole bay is about five feet deep. So oh, okay. So you're offshore but still shallow, in other words. Offshore, yeah. but yeah, so about say, right? water where I'm like hitting my mirage drive against rocks if I wasn't careful enough. Yeah. And yeah, it, it could have been bad when that wind started picking up later in the day. Uh 
But my favorite bite of the day was probably when those fish actually stopped biting. I went into the wheat, the marsh, the weeds, where I had a uh, reed hatch, and I started throwing a frog around, and I was hooking a fish every cast with a frog. It's frog night here on KBN. Yeah. I guess so. I need to go so, buy some more frogs if I ever get to fish again. <laughs> so I was just hooking a fish every cast with a frog. It, it was What's crazy. your favorite frog? Uh, it's got to be the Spro 65 size uh, normal frog in a green pumpkin. Oh, bronze eye? Yeah, it's the best yeah. frog. Uh, uh, and then after, then the wind started picking up and it started white capping out here. Damn it. Pretty bad. <laughs> I'm clipping that, and Jeff. Then, you know what I meant. <laughs> Sorry, Gilbert. Having to roast Jeff a little bit live here. I'm a grandfather, Gilbert. You're Leave on. me alone. <laughs> I'm still so, yeah. listening. I'm still listening to the story. The wind's blowing. We're throwing a frog. I'm with you. I'm right there with you. So once the wind started to pick up and the white cap started to come, the frog bite was over. That whole repatch, yeah. I was catching a fish every cast on that thing for about 30 minutes, and then it just stopped, just instantly. Couldn't get another bite. Then I proceeded to go with a buzz bait onto a massive flat where I knew there was bigger fish, but not as many fish. So that's where I started to catch some other fish. Uh, probably caught like five there. Only three keepers or so. So lots of 14-inch bass out of everywhere. They're all 14, 13.75, or 14 and a quarter. That's the range. Every bass was like that. My biggest of the day was at 18 that I caught flipping in the last 20 minutes of the day when the wind was so bad I couldn't be out shore. So and what, and how what's far the minimum? Away do you, go ahead. I'm sorry, Ryan. I was going to say, is it 14 inch? Is that the minimum length? Yes, it was 14 okay. inches from so how, how I, far away do you live from Saginaw Bay? So I live about an hour and 20 minutes from the spot I went to. Okay. Uh, so I drove up there Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday pre-fishing. Wow. All three full days. So I checked a lot of area. Put the work in. And, Did you have a lot of experience on it beforehand? No. <laughs> Wednesday was my first day <laughs> ever actually bass fishing. Wow. Nice job. <laughs> How'd you find the rock pile? Just dumb that, luck, or did you know it was out there? How'd that, how'd that work? A friend told me about it. Oh, uh, okay. You're ready. You're ready to be a PKA, son. Come on out. You got this. Hey, that's, then, that's part of it, man. That, that works. That works. Yeah. So the person that actually got second, I actually saw him earlier in the morning, and he went into like a cove or something not far away from me, and uh, he never came out of that cove, and he's got uh. like four seven inches or however much you got adam did put that in, put that in your memory bank for the future yeah so he was just in there apparently and then my other friend was with me uh john he went into that same cove and he got like i don't know 200 inches or something so okay yeah you and the, the top three guys all went 400 plus yeah and then, it, then it kind of fell off solid. from there Never, yeah yeah we hadn't talked about too many 400 inch limits on kbn live no that seems like a lot <laughs> uh, out of curiosity how many frogs did you lose to pike is a question for uh, lucio none not one really he, he, was, lucio. <laughs> he was he was convinced the answer was zero but you say none yeah none. Did you, uh, you're using a steel leader gilbert no just 40 pound straight braid 40 pound braid 40 pound okay okay that that's that's real finesse frogging out there that was it wasn't that thick of reeds where I could just it was more of just 
getting it on the outside of the reeds, working it three or four times and to fish on. So it was just pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, then what else did I do? Then I tried going back offshore. It was just way too bad. Then I ended up going towards the boat ramp where I knew there was some cleaner water uh, up shallow. And then I just started flipping and I caught, like, I think my last three were there in that area, but they weren't. That, that was the biggest fish of the day. I caught my last fish of the day was the 18th. That was my biggest fish of the day, which isn't crazy big at all. So it was a lot of small fish. But what's your favorite way to fish, like presentation wise? Okay, I've got active target on my kayak, and I love chucking a jerkbait and a drop shot for smallmouth. Boy, we got we got a you sound like somebody else we know. Yeah, we got a Michigan Edwin on our hands. (laughs) Exactly what I was thinking. A lot of these pieces of the puzzle are lining up here. I'm telling you. Have you thought about now heading out on the road, maybe at some point in the near future, to fish some other uh, large tournaments? Oh yeah, for sure. So so easy to win money at these tournaments. It's like a part time job. Uh, it's not that easy, but no, no, it's well, depends who you ask. Depends yeah. who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the only reason I really did this tournament is because I wanted to qualify for Torch Lake for the, like the championship through, uh, throughout MKT for Michigan kayak trail. That's the only gotcha. reason I did this. Cause it was in the near Traverse city and stuff. I wanted to go up there and smallmouth fish. I've actually so, been to that place. Beautiful up there. Yeah. Beautiful water. looks like the Caribbean. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's one of my favorite places. So I wanted to qualify for that. So I'm like, I put my mind to it and I'm like, I want to qualify. I got to get in the top 10 people to qualify. So well, you did. I, yeah, I did. I did pretty well. <laughs> Do you want to go to Carson Newman and fish on their kayak fishing team in college? They have a couple open spots. We'll hook you up. That would be great. Honestly. All right. Hook it up. Hunter sales. Call this young man. <laughs> Done. You think he's lying, Gilbert? But he's. Really I'm not. not. <laughs> I'm not. He's really not. Uh, yeah. Uh, what? What? So you're 18 years old. Are you? Are you still in high school or just out of high school? I just got out of high school. So what's next? Like, you're going to be a pro kayak angler, PKA. I wish, but I don't know. Maybe one. Maybe one day. <laughs> We're trying to get it there, man. We're trying. We're pushing, pushing for you whippersnappers to make some money at this thing. I normally, all the people in my normal leagues all like proceed to like, uh, they all love me and hate me at the same time. They're like, okay, Gilbert's coming. Time to donate my money. It's so. Michigan Edwin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I said, this is a very familiar tale. Yeah. If you, if you go back and watch some of our other shows, we've, we've got some young fellas from the Carson Newman fishing team that didn't use, they were pre Carson Newman. They were doing the same thing, but, uh, yeah, it sounds very similar to you, Gilbert. <laughs> Eerily similar. Eerily similar. Mm-hmm. Wizards yeah. with the uh, with the scope, just really good anglers. Period, and taking in all the old jazz money. So, <laughs> um, Ethan wants to know what Michigan trails you fish. Uh, I've only ever fished the Saint Clair before that. That was the only one I ever fished. Then I fished like some of the the big bass brackets and like some other smaller tournaments. Uh, but I mostly mostly just do like top water, the smaller league nights, yeah. Tuesday nights, and I'm doing pretty good at those this year. So, do you have any aspirations about hitting the road and fishing some of the Bassmaster or Hobie BOS series tournaments? I really want to. I don't know if I can, money wise and stuff, but it would be fun. You got, you got some now. You got you got some yeah. savings in your pocket. Yeah, I do. So, 
Uh, we'll do it, I'm, Jeff. We'll get him sponsored up. Get him fishing for a college team. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? KBN KBN sponsorship. We'll give you some stickers that you can't put on, <laughs> put out in public. <laughs> I don't fine. know. I, I like this young fella, Ryan. I think he's going places. So we'll, we'll see. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's um, got my vote. Yeah, he's got my vote. He's got my vote. So that's good stuff. Uh, what do you think of the format, Gilbert? The the all you can catch format. Is that fun? Yeah, obviously. That was... If you obviously if you caught a hundred plus fish. Oh yeah, it was it was a great time. It was probably one of my. It doesn't compare compared to St. Clair when the largemouth are spawning in the rivers. You can go and catch two hundred in those rivers, but uh, it doesn't compare to St. Clair at all. But it was a really great day. It's one of my better days I've had in the like past three four months since I spawned. So. And, oh, I just, it was like fish after fish after fish. Like my hands, like, so it was pouring most of the day or raining or sprinkling or just doing something. So my hands at the end of the day were so gone from like fish rash and they were just like a white color and like falling apart. It was, it was bad. Those are the good days. Cherish those. Yeah. Battle scars. Yeah. I've still got like some marks on my hands. Like I I like I can't thumb a bass currently. I have to like just put my hand above <laughs> above the scale plate and just press down. So when that happens. Yeah, good problems to have. Yeah, my ha- my hands are soft and supple from not catching fish. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's got cornhole rash on his. I do. <laughs> right here in this groove right here. I got <laughs> oh man, Joe Max says uh, you can DoorDash for a couple weeks and and be on the road for 2024. If you're going to be a PKA, you have to live in your vehicle too. So just sleep at the boat ramps and you'll you'll be fine. I already do that enough. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you're ready. You're ready. Get some Twinkies, some white monsters, and hit the road, man. Uh, yeah, I'm always driving across the strain and stuff for state for like three, four hours to uh, small tournaments with like 30, 40 people in them. And I normally do pretty good on those. So that's awesome. We're doing one tomorrow too. So Ryan, we're getting comments out of the Twitch. <laughs> I saw, I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know what Twitch is, but uh, <laughs> thank you. Gilbert knows. Thank you, dog versus Raptor. I hope the Raptor wins. I don't know. <laughs> you know what Twitch is, don't you Gilbert? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. We're getting famous over there too, Gilbert. So no, nobody, nobody watches us on Twitch at all. But YouTube except and Facebook, for the, except they, they for this us. guy slinging something over there. <laughs> yeah, the one guy, the one guy on Twitch that just watches us with a heavy breathing every Monday night. Just <laughs> <laughs> slinging to himself. Yeah, who knows? But we appreciate him nonetheless. <laughs> nonetheless. Oh man. Oh yeah. boy. Well, Gilbert, well, you're good, man. I think we're gonna see more out of you. Congratulations. We're going to let you slide out here and do our giveaway for the night, but thank you for taking the time to come. Keep share. grinding. I hope we see you on the on the national scene with that live scope out there taking some money. <laughs> One day I will. Thank you, guys. Do it. Yes, sir. See you, man. Thank you guys so much for having me. You bet. Man, I like that kid. <laughs> he's got some spunk, doesn't he? He does. I think I think uh, he's another one to add to the list of, of the young guns. They have so much confidence at that age, you know? Like life hadn't life hadn't stomped the shit out of them yet. They're so happy and <laughs> so happy and positive. positive. <laughs> like, my like man, my house no. isn't getting repossessed this week. I'm <laughs> no. Oh yeah, boy. I like it. I like it. That that uh yeah, cool stuff. I like I like young Gilbert. So and it, it's cool. You know, we we kinda knew so all the young guys we've had on Jackson and Edwin and and even Nolan, some of the other guys, they're younger, young men, 
as you were, but we kind of knew him already. So we knew we were getting when we brought him on. But, yeah. You know, obviously neither one of us knew Gilbert and uh, he knocked it out of the park. So, well but done. I think we're seeing a trend though. That's kind of the way of the world, you know, uh, the sport. I think they are much better at adopting this, you know, the newer technology. They're jumping on it a lot quicker than I'd still rather just throw a chatterbait at stumps and shit for, <laughs> for a few hours myself. But here yeah. we are. So we're going to do the giveaway. Uh, I'm trying to beat the early posters. They're trying to throw the hashtag Z-Men in and everything else, but Man, I'm going to trick them. I'm tricking them tonight, Ryan. Do it. Do it. We're going with up. hashtag Elastech. Boom. We said Elastech earlier. Take that. Golly. Here we so go. Hit, Fire it up. Fire it up. Fire it up. Hit that Elastech in the comments and we'll get you. Yeah, Big Worm says Gilbert reminds me of when kayak fishing was simple. <laughs> Forty bass catching. Well, yeah, I remember. The yeah, days. get out there and catch four hundred inches and going back to the house. That's what we used to do. You gotta, hey, you gotta spell Elastech right, guys. Come on. You got all these, <laughs> got all these live scopers out there now, ruining it for us. I swear. I you used swear. to go to Chester Frost Park and catch four hundred inches every evening. Now you got all these damn kayaks in the way. Can't even get kayaks, jet skis out there, sea do fishing rigs. <laughs> Yeah. There's a bunch uh, of dead bass floating out there right now. Aaron in the comments. Hey, you're welcome, Aaron. Whatever we can do, we hear. Anytime, Aaron. Anytime. Keep us posted. Yeah. Oh, Ashley K earlier in the comments, Ryan. She said, Ryan, what's up? I, she, I guess she logged on. She asked how your leg was doing. So, uh, it's, it's, it's not great. Um, still in the cast. I get the cast off Monday. Go back into a walking boot for a month or six weeks or forever. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not a which, fan. Which is it? Your left? No, 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 no. It's the only one I need. It's my right. What's your plant foot for when you throw bean bags? I don't care, man. I can throw them <laughs> left-handed, backwards. I'm, I'm not really, not really phased on the cornhole field. All right, all right, good. This winter, I can do whatever. Seat. I can do. I can. I've been throwing seated just to make sure I can. Trying to throw like that fellow that was on the ESPN top ten last week. <laughs> I, I just get down there, roll on the ground, throw my teeth. I don't care, whatever, man. Do the worm. <laughs> you ain't stopping me. Not you. You can't beat me out of a cornhole match. I'll figure out how to make that work. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll tell you if anybody wants a, a fun exercise, go out and drive left footed. Just <laughs> just get out there and drive around with your left foot and see <laughs> see how it feels. Pretty dangerous, I bet. <laughs> the tactile feel on the old gas pedal is a little yeah. <laughs> misleading at times. Did you almost like forget how to hit the brake after you're going? No, I hit it good. hard usually. Hard. I, I usually overcompensate on that. Yeah. Uh, Big Worm wants to see your battle scar. I don't want to make him do that. He may it's, blow his It's hamstring in the cast out. right now. Yeah. So um, yeah, if, you, if he tries to get his leg on the desk, he may blow yeah, his hamstring <laughs> on top. I about fell out of my truck earlier this afternoon <laughs> on my crutches. So I'm definitely not going to be. Putting my leg behind my head on this one. <laughs> we don't we don't need views that bad. We're good. Uh, all right, we're gonna do with the, the giveaway. Here we go. I'm gonna hit the hit the draw button. Appreciate uh, everybody watching tonight. Good show. After the big big show with G Man last week, we still had a bunch of folks coming. Is Twitch in on this? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop, man. Uh, God dang. So we've never banned anyone from KBN. Oh my gosh. How many yeah. times does he want? Is this four or five? I don't know. Or six? I think three, four. <laughs> it's at least said, four. This is at that. least four. 
I think Johnny. Johnny, uh, get out of here, man! Give, I think he has logged on from a Dominion voting machine or something. Dude, and, he's he's Robin Hood out here. I don't know. There's something something fishy going on. Is he four. sending you money? I thought it was four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> J Mac got slow rolled. Everybody, somebody gets slow rolled every time. It's that pause. Johnny. Have you won everything? Have you done Revo, Seagar, Z Man, or is this the second time for Z Man, Johnny? I, I, don't know. Even, I don't even know what else to say here. Yeah. Well. Well done. Well, well done. Put a vibe. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy, man! Yeah. What a oh Bates. We didn't even touch on the 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 Bates. Oh yeah. For iCast, I, we were mentioning what were favorite Bates, and I was like, wait a minute, we didn't even we, talk about the Bates. The copycat, copycast. Yeah, well, I mean, we show like I, I shared that thing. That was me, by the way. If anybody gets mad, slide my DMs. Uh, the Berkeley, the it wasn't necessarily even the Berkeley knockoff. Like I feel like everybody's fairly used to that by now. But the owner of the original, <laughs> the original bait, uh, I mean, he went in pretty good on them there, uh, and I mean, with good reason. I, I think, I think if you see like collaborations, especially with these little guys, I, I think you you get a much better perception, you know, as a whole from the market itself. And I know they're just trying to make something cheaper and sell more or whatever, but I think it's, it's probably better when you at least, you know, throw them a bone, give them some royalty, something off of yeah, it. Why, why, why can't they do what, like, for instance, KGB and Spro. Yeah. You know, the KGBs are $200 off the mm-hmm. shelf, but yeah. they went with Spro. You can get one for $59. So those, what, what GSM, the, the flag, those are, I think 40 bucks, 45 bucks for the, mm-hmm. for the OGs. So easily, Berkeley can obviously cut a cut the price by making a, a knockoff version of it. But how hard would it have been to work with those guys and say, "Hey, we're bringing you X bait." I mean, Scottsboro did that with their swim baits. We yum, they, yeah. They partnered with it, so it'd be much yep. much better uh, from a marketing perspective. Even now, maybe they don't give a shit. Maybe they sell plenty. They don't. I don't matter. know. And then Rapala came out and and knocked off a couple. You know, they came out with a soft plastics line that were identical like identical to existing, but usually they'll change something. They'll change where claws attach or the shape of the end of a claw or something. But to come out and just straight, just straight up copy the stuff and not even attempt to change anything about it. it that's, that was the shocking thing to me. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, and, and, and let's, you, let's, let, how do you win the best of show? Do they not know that was, Oh, dude, you know how they, you know how they win it. You seen their booth space? I mean, this is a conglomerate. This isn't one. Berkeley's a piece of a big puzzle there. Yeah, and frankly, I mean, I I throw a lot of Berkeley stuff. I love their crankbaits. I love a lot of their stuff. I mean, it doesn't keep people from buying the stuff. You just you hate to see that, especially when it's something innovative. Uh, you know, soft body glide bait, which I don't know. That That's my thing that. is I feel yeah. like that was kind of a a, a niche deal. You know, yeah. like that it had its own little own little section of the market there like at least you know at least throw them a little bit don't just yeah, i mean there's only <laughs> so many, many ways <laughs> yeah. another i saw another guy post like he went and put the original flag in front of the berkeley the icast trophy <laughs> in the berkeley booth and left it there he's like nobody can even tell the difference like right. they don't even know that i put the original out here in front of it yeah i mean and i know when it comes to baits there's only so many ways to make a, a plastic crawdad or a plastic you know shad or whatever i mean it, they're all bait imitations, so I get that. But the ones that are just and they were the one of the guys put up like four pictures from iCast with the original bait and the new iCast bait, 
they were, I mean, they were dead ringers. The I, the uh, Rapala bait you mentioned, the the glide bait. There was a couple others. Crazy. I don't know. Wild times out there, boys. Wild times. Oh, we got a new board, the leaderboard. Yeah, the leaderboard. Hey, Boy, and frankly, we... Yak Attack and Yak Gadget. I thought both of their live scope mounts were interesting. I think I like Yak Gadgets better. I think. I mean, the biggest thing to me that I that is a pain with a live scope, and we we've talked about it on here is. What do you do with your giant live scope pole when you're not using it? So I think that's that to me was the biggest problem to solve is how do you, you know, flip it around or do something with it so it's not just hanging out there in the way. Yeah. Hey, fair enough, Tim. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got Joey Randall had a great Yeti <laughs> So for some reason decided to share with us in the meme wars. Never did get a price on that, right? I, I did. <laughs> It seemed cold to me. I don't know. <laughs> I see. <laughs> just didn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. I think we've covered it all now. That's all my all my memory bank has left. Yeah. Hey, fish shallow, everybody. Three feet. Fish. <laughs> so when what you say it? three feet, I'm, I meant the people bank. Are gonna, it. People are going to think you're fishing shallow. I meant the bank. Damn it, Ryan. All right. That was funny. <laughs> Good night, folks. We'll see you next week. <laughs> uh,